There we go. What is this, SCN? Hello. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's going on. Okay, so it's funny because it's true. Let's start. The, let's start over. Hold on. Let's just do it again. <laughs> it's live. I can do this. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to <laughs> Going Rogue. <laughs> wow. You wow. thought I was kidding, didn't you? Guys you come you here thought often? I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have the power here. I have the power. You didn't see anything, but you do see Ben Goddard now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yes, thank you for that chat. But, yes, um, new domain for the uh, Streamlabs, uh, andrewandnikki.stream, N-I-C-K-I. Don't spell it with two Ks, please. Yeah, no, um, that's not me, baby. But, yeah, hopefully everybody is staying home and safe and practicing social distancing so we can get this shiznit over. I'm trying not to swear so much on this show because it's supposed to be a family-friendly show. Talking oh, about Star okay. Wars. Uh, Noted. Yes. So, yeah, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, let's go ahead and kick... looking nerf herder. <laughs> nerf herder. <laughs> I just use Star Wars insults the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you mangy kashiki and moof milker. Oh, Ooh. laser brains. <laughs> oh, oh my god! But let's go ahead and start this stream off. What is with, a moof? Um, I have no idea, actually. Well, it's a cre It's like a cow. I don't know. I'll, I'll look it up. I have to study. I have to study. So all right. that'd be one of the things. But you know, Hans says it. But let's go ahead and start this conversation. I should say off with uh, Clone Wars, like we always do every week, because season seven of Clone Wars is still continuing. We are on episode six. Five, six, I think seven, it's seven. I think it's seven. Okay, so yes, yeah, seven. It's, uh, it's four with the Bad Batch, and then now three with Ahsoka. Yeah, do you remember the title of this episode? Because I, I can't remember off the top of my I head. I don't. Uh, I'll do it right now, though. Yes, oh, please. Geez. But um, <laughs> just really quick, try, try not to spoil it for those who haven't seen it or aren't, aren't caught up on it. I really enjoyed this episode. Um, the past Great. two, the the past two with uh, Ahsoka and Trace and her older sister, um, Rafa. Uh, I was like, I don't get these like i get that these people are selfish and rafa's like you know the bad influence on the younger sister that wants to go straight and like i just mm -hmm. don't i don't see myself getting attached to them until this episode dangerous debt dangerous debt yes thank you thank you ben because uh <laughs> that you go into a little bit more backstory on rafa and trace and why rafa doesn't trust anybody and doesn't trust the jedi especially and i i love this backstory behind him because it ties into a uh, older episode of clone wars with uh when they break zero out zero the hut out of uh, jail on coruscant and you see the repercussions of of uh, the jedi's actions and stuff so i really enjoyed that story zero line. the hut is in the show yeah past episodes not not in this wow. this season he's dead he's oh he, is he that dead a he dead he long dead Wait, long that, dead. do you he spoil that for somebody out there? If they haven't seen the episode. <gasps> I haven't uh, seen the episode. If you didn't know, Nikki, Andrew's real good at spoiling <laughs> Star Wars shows for people. Yes, I know. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I do it constantly on He's just stream. so excited about everything. I love Star Wars. I love talking Star Wars. I just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Andrew, yeah, I haven't, I haven't finished Rebels yet. Well, Ben, you should finish because Kanan died. <laughs> I spoiled uh, Rise of Skywalker for our friend uh, uh, Skitza. Skitza. Oh my god! So yeah, um, how embarrassing. Yeah, but like, were you are you caught up on on Clone Wars at all, Ben? I'm all caught up. I watched good, all good. three uh, all three uh, Ahsoka episodes today. Nice. Wow, binged it. I mean, they're not hard to binge. Like what, 30, 30 minutes long? Yeah, like so like twenty five minutes. So that's like an episode of like Lord of the Rings or not Lord of the Rings, uh, <laughs> Game Definitely of Thrones. Definitely not Lord of the Rings. Yeah, just the, yeah, yeah. Definitely not. <laughs> but what'd you think um, of this episode? I really don't like Trace, and it's not because she's, she's a bad guy. Mm -hmm. She's just the dumbest 
character in Star She's Wars. She's very naive. Like, I would rather Ahsoka be teamed up with Jar Jar Binks than oh, Trace, wow. honestly. Yeah. Like, whoa. Just her decision to, and I'll. I won't try and get into too much detail, but like they get into this predicament because yeah. they're running Spice for some gangs. Yeah. And while they're discussing what they want to do, because Spice is like a is a drug in Star Wars, it can be turned it can into be good, a drug, yeah. Good or, yeah, good or bad reasons. She dumps it all. Yeah. And then like at dinner, she's like, "Well, I have the fastest ship." Like, <laughs> well, she like has... I realize that in this world, she's very naive. Yeah. Like, I like what is her age? Because she's got to be. No older she's, than 16. I was going to say, because, like, you think, because how we're introduced to her is, like, she's, like, this cool, you know, Mechan. underground person that, like, knows the streets. Mm -hmm. But then as soon as they go into space, it's just like, whoop! Yeah, everything. Every, everything she learned on the streets is just gone. Yeah. It's just gone. And, and, and then, Yeah, and that's the to be saying. is like, how much street cred does she have? Because her sister seems to have more street cred, but she just, just seems to make the 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 worst decisions for them you know what i mean yeah. like continually doing these quick gigs and these quick jobs just to get ahead and not trying to make an honest living because trace is the, the character that is easily trying to make the honest living and yeah. owning a shop and you know wanting to do the right thing and um but like her older sister rafa is just like oh i got this new job for us it's like really is it is it another like quick scheme to get us rich again and it, it continually becomes like the bad choice like yeah. both like um for them and like ethically it's the bad decision but she seems to be more in tune with what the world and what the galaxy is like than hers and again her sister is very very naive and so yeah and and that, but that's the thing like when you introduce them because like it seems like trace has been introduced to gangsters because of that yeah. very first episode where she mm -hmm. fights a few of them off with ahsoka yeah and but then like when she gets introduced to bigger gangsters she has no idea yeah. what owing I, money means yeah. to anybody like yeah i, I uh, like, think it's uh, yeah. dump crates of valuable resources yeah. like <laughs> i think she's just dealt with like the smaller like you know what i mean it's like yeah. she's dealt with like the, the neighborhood bully gangs and she has no idea what who like the huts or the pikes or like you know those higher level like crime syndicates so yeah. like she maybe she's just dealt with street thugs and she's like oh this is what all gangsters are like but then she gets into the real like like threat of it like hold like the bigger like crime syndicates and it's like oh wait they're gonna take my ship now because i owe them something it's like yeah trace <laughs> yeah. yeah oh what yeah. an idiot so well it's just like i and also we're on episode seven there's five left and granted they can do a lot with five you know basically mm -hmm. two and a half hours worth of star wars yeah but where are they going with this like we kind of don't know i liked some of the bad batch episodes but it still felt a little bit of wheel spinning mm. to me and then especially with that first ahsoka episode where it was literally nothing like chasing down a droid and i was like this is ahsoka yeah. It's one thing to, you know, introduce us to these badass Stormtrooper characters and watch them kick a bunch of droid ass, and it's yeah. great. But this is Ahsoka. This is the person that's been missing, and people were dying to see in Rebels. You know, were excited for her one line in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. And, like, have been wanting to see, like, oh, she just got announced for Mandalorian. Oh, my – yes, finally. I want to yeah. see what happens to this person. And they want to see this episode because mm -hmm. we don't know what happened to her immediately after mm -hmm. she left the Jedi Order. And you're gonna team her up with a 16 year old mechanic and run spice and yeah. what? Yeah, what? Out, of the, out of the last three episodes, I would say this is kind of my favorite. It is my favorite out of these last three because they go they go a little deeper into character development and and like just yeah. seeing why it's like okay, this is why she's Ahsoka is with these characters because 
Ahsoka for the longest time had this idea of like how the galaxy views the Jedi and like the war, like what their the Jedi's role in the war is necessary. But then she, mm. you get a character, you, you get, she gets partners with these two characters that are in the lower levels of consciousness. They're normal people. They're they're very they're very core. They're normal people that got really affected by the war and the struggle between the Jedi and the gangsters and everything and the repercussions of the Jedi's actions. I, I like that uh, that um, concept of this this episode, but I really don't like the characters themselves because they're just boring. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like, I wish- and again with anybody else, like I love those like kind of slice of life Star Wars. Yeah, like there was that that thing that leaked that was supposed to be a Star Wars show. Uh, I can't remember what it was called. We we talked about it on SCN. I can't remember. Oh what yeah, it was the, called. yeah, the 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 first that was supposed to be the first live action Star Wars that Lucas was trying yes. to get off the ground. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's why I like Mandalorian because there are no Jedi's. There, mm-hmm. like I mean, we got the dark saber at the very end, but that's still not Jedi. It's more Mandalorian yeah. stuff, and I like that. Mm-hmm. But not with Ahsoka. Yeah. Not with yeah, this exactly. very uh, integral mm-hmm. Jedi surrounding person that mm-hmm. everyone's been dying to see. Yeah. If you know, if it's season five, middle of the road Clone Wars, yeah. yes. When I have twelve episodes of Clone Wars yeah, exactly. and it's done forever, no. Yeah, and I and I feel like the first two episodes of Ahsoka's like um, the first two episodes that we got in Ahsoka with, we could have easily made that into one episode. Very yes, easily, absolutely. and then jumped into here as the second episode in because like in, in this episode, she you actually see Bo Katan there. And she's yeah. like hiding in the shadows, and she recognizes Ahsoka, sort of. Um, so yeah, I just think there's so. I hope that the next episode is the last episode we get to deal with Trace and Rafa, and then we, sh- and then um, uh, uh, Ahsoka gets brought back into the struggle of the Clone Wars. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, yeah. Because these last, the last, the first two of this of this little story arc was just like, okay, that was kind of like you could have wrapped that up really, really easily, really quickly. Well, especially- well, especially when the I believe the how you end episode two of Ahsoka, they're locked up. Yeah. And then they escape and then they get locked up again. I was yeah, like, Wait, that was yeah, that was ran a big circle for 25 minutes. That was my biggest complaint about this episode. I like again, I like the backstory with uh, the two uh, the two norm- normies of, of, of the story. But the whole when you all said and done, they make a like you said they run a giant circle like oh we started yeah. and ended the episode and and, and captured it's like you really could have just ended the episode when they're surrounded by the pikes and then picked it up from there in the next episode yeah I thought like when he said I used them to lure you out I thought he was talking to Bo-Katan I thought yeah. those, like I I paused it and I was like wait are those the Mandalorians surrounding the pikes but it wasn't and I was yeah. like that's, that's how you end it yeah. with the Mandalorians coming out of hiding and like showing what they're gonna do and yeah. teasing that but you're just gonna lock them up again yeah and okay yeah, and i hate using the word the term filler episode but these, these the last two before this last one were like definitely felt very filler to me yeah um, and especially when we have such a limited amount of episodes in the last season you don't you, you have no time for filler episodes every ep- episode needs me. to count like 12 12 25 minute episodes yeah, you think like, that they could easily when a usual season of clone wars was like double that yeah you think they wouldn't need filler episodes so it seems like you know i don't i don't doubt Filoni or anything mm-hmm. like that but it's a little bit of wheel spinning here and it's very surprising more than like disappointing because I still got five episodes I'm still giving them the benefit of the doubt yeah but I'm just like what are we doing here any like, chance that they they like hey surprise with the like a movie <laughs> like a like a so, Disney plus only movie it's like hey you thought there's only this many episodes we're gonna give you like a two an hour and a half movie like that that'd be, be the way to do it like I've be... seen a lot of shows that don't get renewed yeah have, like finish their season with the movie and it works like yeah. I'd say like 80% of the time, so I'd be fine with that. That'd be but really cool. 
I don't know. Maybe it's just like more of like what I expected versus what I'm getting. Yeah, and that just seems to be the problem with Star Wars. Man. Like yeah. we have all these expectations that we were building and building to, and then it's like, well, that really didn't meet my expectations. So I, I feel I came out like unfulfilled, basically. So yeah. and that's just that's just something we have to deal with as Star Wars fans. Like it, you know, so the, a lot of people with Rise of Skywalker that was the issue. A lot of people with Last Jedi that was the issue. Yeah. So um. I don't know. You just got to temper our expectations, and uh, hopefully they start delivering on these episodes with Ahsoka, and especially when they bring Maul into the, the mix, because I like I'm waiting for that, because they they allude to this story um, in uh, the Ahsoka novel, and like oh this is what happened this this conflict on on this one planet, and it's like I want to see that. Let me and we're yeah. finally getting that now, so I'm 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 excited for that. Same. What did you think, Nikki? <laughs> I, should, I should probably watch Clone Wars. You could tell me any everything that happens in any animated thing, and it wouldn't make a, a, a bit of difference because I'd be like, "Is that Clone Wars? Is that Rebels? Is that the other one?" If that's I was going to give you out of, out of these three, I would say watch Rebels. There's Rebels, there's Clone Wars, and then mm-hmm. there's what's yeah. the third one. Uh, Resi- Resistance. Resistance. Resistance is another easy one to pick you up can't because tell it's any only of them apart. it's only what two, three seasons, two seasons. I haven't I haven't touched resistance. I can't I get actually, behind the animation. I can't I, I can't do it. I, I I really like the animation style and um uh it, again it was a lot like Clone Wars and Rebels where you have to get past that first like half half of the first season mm. and then it really starts <sighs> to start to grab on you. It, it resistance is such an easy pickup. I, I think mm. if you if you're a really relaxed Star Wars fan, especially someone like but, you, resistance mm. would be really easy to pick up and then you can but go I feel back like it's and, like that for most like animated shows too. Yeah. Like even yeah. stuff that I like 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 anime shows like Hunter Hunter x Hunter or My Hero Academia, mm-hmm. like those first like handful of episodes are really geared towards children, mm-hmm. and then they slowly start. And I mean, same with Clone Wars, like they slowly oh, yeah. started integrating that those adult themes and a lot more violence. Like, yeah. yeah. So, um, Dude, how many seasons? What season are we in of Clone Wars? We're in seven. Season oh. seven. Javier says season three to six of Clone Wars is gold. Oh yes, yeah. The first two, you you really have to like get past the child like wow. jokes and stuff like that. And the same yeah. thing with Resistance. But once you get to three and on, it's like, this is fantastic. This what is if great. I was just like, hey, let me start with three? Would I be lost? Do you be well? Um, Clone Wars is wonky because there's this. For some reason, Lucas likes to tell things out of order. I have no I idea it. why he likes to do that because you have yeah, to go there's on a, IGN there's list. There's like chronological yeah. orders you can look up on the internet mm-hmm. because literally there's Nikki like some some po- politician gets assassinated in mm-hmm. like this three episode arc. Yeah, and then two episodes later, he's back. He's there. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Yeah. What's going on? And the clone, and it's yeah. like. Yeah, it's yeah. so strange. And the Clone Wars movie is the debut of Clone Wars, like the show and stuff. That chronologically, that doesn't happen like until like I could be wrong, like season two That's or three. So, dumb. so it's yeah. really weird. That's it's so, so strange. And it's very weird, but like, um, it is hard because like Clone Wars is a ton more filler episodes with Jar Jar and like Cap- Jar-Jar Captain Tar- in Jar Jar's in it, Captain Tarful's in it. Oh. Um, there's just so many Rebels. Is there's less of it. But there are a couple of filler episodes, but they do cut, sort of wow, come around to tell to like um, fit within the story. But um, if you were just to, hey, I'm gonna watch a, a, a anime show. Resistance is probably the easiest one to pick up because it's such a short um, story arc. We'll see. But uh, what what are they saying in chat again, guys? Uh, um, Andrew Nikki dot stream. If you want to drop us a stream labs, go ahead and hit um, hit us up with some questions. Um, there is a little bit of news in the Star Wars universe with the new writer oh. for the Kenobi uh, series. Oh, man. Um, let me bring it, bring that up. But it's um, the guy that produced John Wick three, and okay. he also wrote for Zack Snyder's. What is it? One of the one of the zombie movies. I can't remember. Um, 
So, um, what's his name? What's his name? Jomi, uh, Joby Harold. So he's picking up the, the after I can't remember the other writer left in January. They he's now come on to um, write for the new Kenobi series. And uh, Harleff said that he sees this as bad news. That he thinks the producers are coming in and like, oh look, TV can work for Star Wars. Let me put my hand in this so I can get credit for it. Um, if there if this was to happen in the middle of shooting. I'd be a little bit more worried, but the fact that they've halted shooting and now with all this Corona business going on, it's kind of the best time to switch writers. So you have, you, it's, it's kind of, it's like, no, it's, that's my favorite term. All this Corona business. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because Can't like, you do some, have some Corona business to handle. <laughs> yeah. Because if, if they were in the middle of shooting and they're like, Oh, we don't like the way this is going. They stop shooting and they, they pick up a new writer. It's like, Oh no. Here we go yeah. again. But now since like they they almost started shooting, they pulled back a bit. It's like, all right, let's let's put a halt on this, see where we're at. And then, you know, the whole like, you know, stay in your houses started happening. And now it's like kind of like a blessing in disguise, if you can think of it that way, that now they have all this time to like flesh out the story and they all are bringing new writers. So they have more time to do this. Um the only my only concern is is now that um are you is the story gonna be the same as to what we were sort of not promised, but like what we were expecting again that whole exp- expectation is to reality so what well, do you- i think it, i think it goes back to like feloni got to do whatever you want with the mandalorian because the mandalorian is just that he's just the mandalorian there's yeah. no ties to the original trilogy now that we have seen that everyone loves the mandalorian and star wars tv might be the way of the future of telling these longer arch uh, arching stories because yeah one of the main things, whether you like Rise of Skywalker or not, it felt rushed. Like, it felt like, yeah. we got to go to this place, to go to this place, to go to this place, to get this, to get this, to get that, and then, then okay, we're done. Yeah. Like, like yeah. it just felt like a lot. So maybe TV is the way to go, big-budget TV, yeah. like, especially Disney+, Plus and even an MCU, like Falcon Winter Soldier and WandaVision and all that stuff. Yeah. But it just feels like now that people see that, okay, this could work, plus you have an A-list star and Ewan McGregor oh, yeah. with his face out there. It's one thing, like, Everyone loves Pedro Pascal, and he's he's going to be in Wonder Woman. Like everyone loves him, but you don't really see his face. You don't go to see Mandalorian for Pedro Pascal. Yeah, you're going to see Obi Wan for you and McGregor because mm-hmm. he is the one saving grace of the of the prequels. Whether you like him or love him, oh yeah, everyone says first thing they say is you McGregor is perfect. Yeah. yeah, and so yes, I do feel like a lot of producers want like their hands in the cookie jar. Now I don't know if that's going to be a good or bad thing, but mm-hmm. this is why I want my Star Wars to be away from the Skywalker trilogy, yeah. Skywalker saga, whatever you want to call it. I want it away. Like I, I like the. Um, the Rogue One guy, what's his name? Uh, Cassian Andor. Yeah. I like that idea, like, because he was the one interesting character from that yeah, show. That, that, like, oh, I've been fighting yeah. this since I was six. I want to see that. Yeah. I, I, I do want to see Obi-Wan because of Ewan McGregor. I don't know what they're going to do with that, but I don't want to see a, a young Luke Skywalker. I don't want to see a young Han Solo because we see what happens. Everyone yeah. has their own stories to tell, and everyone with money, when it comes to Disney, has mm-hmm. a say in this. And it just gets bogged down. It just gets like, oh my god, can we? I I'm not yeah. I'm not in panic mode for the show yet, but I'm just like, this. It just yeah. it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of fan service, and it's not gonna tell it like a true story. That's what I'm truly worried about. Is like, yeah. it's just gonna be like, hey, remember when Obi Wan said this thing mm-hmm. in this episode? Because he's gonna say it again. Yeah. It's like, oh, great. Yeah, I'm not in full panic mode just yet. I think once um who's who's directing? What's her name? Oh my. Um, 
She directed that one episode of of uh of the Mandalorian. What's she's directing all of Obi Wan. Oh, Deborah Chow. Deborah Chow. If she steps away, then I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Now, now Disney has no idea what they're doing. They just lost a t- a grade A talent to director because she. I think she has some of my favorite episodes out of the Mandalorian. Um, if you lose her, then I'm like, okay, what are they doing over there? Why why not just let her do what she 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 can do, and just tell this Obi Wan story? And that's when I. But th- I'm a little concerned at the fact that they're they're already bringing another writer in, like maybe something. For all we know, he's maybe just polishing things up. Maybe he are like the the bricks, like the foundation is already there. He's just adding a couple of like nuances to it. So I'm not sure. I'm not full panic mode. I'm a little concerned, but um, not not fully uh, worried about it. Do you have anything to say about that? I sure don't. <laughs> but I just want to interject. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because we got it. We had a stream a stream that's from Brandy. I just want to interject that Brandy's awesome. She donated. She said, "You know me. No questions. Just you know this." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brandy, for that. Again, uh, guys, uh, Andrew and Nikki uh, dot stream for those streamlabs. Um, so I think that's it. That uh, there's this other news of uh, you know, the whole there's a comic provider or like produce not production company or something like that that produces all the comics for uh, Marvel and stuff like that. They're shutting down because of you know oh. this Corona business. This, this whole Corona business. Uh, <laughs> so they're the dis- comic dis- Corona business. Yeah, so the comic distribution <laughs> yeah, is going to slow down and it affects stars because you know Mar- Star Wars is under the Marvel. Uh, umbrella for, for the comics. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not so into the comic. It's so hard to keep up with the comics because it's weekly issues and and there's just so many, like, so much fluff and just, I'm, I, I wait for, like, the like the whole collection things and I, I always, like, I'll message Alex like, hey, what story should I read next? Or what? Yeah. Like, so. That's how I'm with, though, with Walking Dead. I have, like, all the compendiums. Like, I don't yeah. have any of the individual episodes, but I just yeah. wait for a compendium. Yeah. Uh, and there's a fourth one out and I'm waiting for that. But uh, I've read a few of the Doctor Afra ones. And I, I like yeah. I like Doctor Afra, and mm-hmm. I think like that would be a fun like either anime like adult animated show, especially yeah. with like the two murder like the two C-3PO. murder bots. Yeah, yeah, the two murder bots of C three PO and R two G two would be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like uh, that it does suck. To, I mean, just overall everything sucks right now when it comes to everybody shutting down and yeah. getting furloughed, and AMC yeah. might not even make it back off off this thing like unless they get some new investors or something. Like it's yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, so um, we just got another Streamlabs in from, who was it from, Nikki? Brandon Buck. Mm-hmm. One thing that I need to do is it looks like we need to use the old link because oh, yeah. people are getting like an unsecure uh, Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I know exactly so what So I got to figure out what the old exactly. link was. Yes, it was, um, <laughs> so the old link is uh, streamlabs.com slash uh, videos by Andrew one Oh, so that's, okay. So that's, that's the old link. I'll, I'll go on and fix that. I thought I, because like I'm trying to, Brandon, guys, as you notice, the channel is now known as Andrew and Nikki. Not videos by Andrew because obviously Nikki is more involved in the channel now than she's ever been. So that's why we ended Sorry. up rebranding. So I was trying to get branding all over the place and stuff like that. So yes. Yeah, so uh, have old... you seen her eyeliner today? I she's mean, involved. it's just sharp enough to stab a man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how I like so, it. <laughs> so yeah. So um. So Brandon Buck mm-hmm. asked, "What is one dream Star Wars movie you want to see?" Ooh, dream Star Wars movie. Um, let's start off. Nick, Nikki's been um, been silent for this entire time. A lot of people have just I been. I think I just did that right. Yes. So, um, what what would your your dream Star Wars movie be? I'm a terrible person to start this question on. But like some something like um that you would love, to, like a, maybe a side character or a side story, get deeper into this storyline or something like that. What was um, something that you want? Wow. Like something that you're curious about as a casual Star Wars fan. Like if if movies films like, hey, we're coming out with this movie tomorrow. What would you want? What would you say? Like, yeah, I like that. That's a thinker. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like I'll probably be like 
basic and just say that I would be interested to see more about Obi-Wan, but we're getting that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think it'd be fun to have like a full, a feature length movie following bounty hunters. Yeah. So like a Boba Fett, like yeah. bounty hunter yeah, guild sure. movie. That'd yeah. be really cool. I also kind of feel like it would be really cool if somebody explored uh, a horror, yeah. horror, horror Star Wars movie. Yeah. I don't know. Just because that one scene in the Mandalorian that I've, brought up last week like that like the bill burr one yeah when you see the mandalorian like hunting everybody down yeah sneaking up in all the flashing lights that was sick and it felt very horror like yeah so i think it'd be kind of cool i think somebody out there in the internet said something about oh wait what did they say (laughs) they said something about like order 66 and like Mm -hmm. somebody continuing on order 66 with like droids and whatever and mm-hmm. i don't know i just think i think they could definitely explore something horror and i think that'd be pretty cool to that'd see cool. something with vader or maul nice yeah uh, what about you ben um i like i do like that horror aspect or that that'd be that would be cool like mm-hmm. that uh, star wars needs a new theme yeah. like it needs mm-hmm. like a noir theme like you know a yeah. street level noir theme or a horror theme or something like that uh i my number one, honestly, since I was a little kid, has been a Top Gun movie with Wedge Antilles. You like, stole my answer. You like, stole my freaking like, answer. I want to see what I want to see. Some we like besides that one tracking shot in Force Awakens, mm-hmm. we have not gotten any good dogfighting. Like, we are out in the vacuum of space, mm-hmm. and we're we need to get some one v one on rust battles between an elite <laughs> tie fighter pilot and an elite x-wing pilot like oh, we need to do it and i think that would be really cool or like i, I think i mentioned last time like uh, james mangold who you know was supposed to do boba fett but now he's not him doing like a ford v ferrari pod racing movie oh yeah that'd be awesome or like a speed yeah some kind of like a space racing because like space racing is a thing like a what, what is it like that like um what is that um racing like a car racing that you race across the country. Surfing like, USA. No. 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 It, it's, what like, is that? It's, it's like a circuit. arcade it's like, game. Cruising USA. Cruising USA. Yeah. But, but it's like, it's like a circuit. Calm down, Beach Boys. <laughs> it's, like a circuit, it's like a circuit type of racing. <laughs> but it's like that. Like that. It's like that, about. but in space. Because there's a comic yeah. There's a comic book that I actually did read with Han. He's, he's, he enters this, this this annual race as a cover to to pick up rebels and like they, they stop on each point each waypoint is a new planet and like they pick... baby driver but with pod racing something like that like, like no but with like space races i think that'd be really cool but you, you <laughs> but you stole my answer like i want to see a rogue like a, a rogue squadron movie yes absolutely led by wedge antilles like he he like luke goes off and like you know he did he's doing his jedi business and wedge antilles is left and he rises to the ranks and becomes rogue leader and like I want to see that movie. That'd be that'd be well, like 100%. now that we have the Bad Batch. I've always been like ever since the Tartarovsky series. I've always been a big Arc Trooper fan. Yeah. Now that we have the Bad Batch, give me a Bad Batch movie. That'd be pretty like, cool. Like make it like grizzled and mm-hmm. make it a war film. Like, yeah. Don't don't pull punches. Like make it a series or something like that if you want. And just like have them going on these covert missions where they're just going up to storm like to like droids mm-hmm. and like. <sighs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool. Um, we we got in another Streamlabs from... Uh, we sure it? did. It's Ferris. Ferris Muthana. But before we get to that, mm-hmm. just want to say some of these other things, because he actually is uh, segueing nicely yes. into the topic of, uh, mm-hmm. the, of the night. Uh, yeah. So some of the Star Wars movies people would like to see, Ben Red Ferris Mind, pod racing movie. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, a Sheev Palpatine movie from Friedrich Sullivan III, who mm-hmm. I might 
suspect is Sebonius. Sebonius, yeah. <laughs> Judging by that dog picture. Um, I just need more Baby Yoda from Heather. Mm. Uh, Brandy would be all over horror Star Wars. Underground Coruscant. Oh, like Justin like, Town. Yeah, yeah, that would be the noir series right there. Is like Underground Coruscant. Oh yeah. Is there a bounty hunter with a hat that looks like a cowboy hat? Alex the Great asks. Um, what's his name? Cad Bane. Cad Bane. Yes, thank you. Cad Bane. Oh yes, I do see some people answered that question, but yeah. I just wanted to see if you guys knew it too. <laughs> ben actually got it to got for it. <laughs> um, Plagueis series with Sheev in it. I would love it. yeah. That Plagueis book is so. Good. Have you read that that Plagueis book, Ben? No, oh, I, I've got I've so got the, good. the Bane novel, like the trilogy on my wish mm-hmm. list. So I want to start that, and then I'm almost done with um, the 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 Thrawn uh, alliances. So that one was good too. I like that yeah. one. Um, but yeah, the Thrawn they just might as well make the the Plagueis novel canon. It fits so well into the timeline, and folks, it, it connects things that you never thought thought of, and like it explains certain things um, within canon that I think would be really cool. So that this may either adapt it. Re retell it or just make it canon because it's nice. so good. Um, but um, yeah, let's go ahead and get so, to the, the streamlabs. F- thank you for that, Brandon Brooke. <coughs> Ferris Muthana with the donation. What is your favorite lightsaber battle? So that's a very good uh segue. And the uh, he says mine will always be the Phantom Menace. Ooh, nice. So it, great segue into our main topic of this Excellent. tonight's stream. Uh, so tonight's stream is all about our favorite battles, not just lightsaber battles, but like space battles, ground battles, and also lightsaber battles. So let's start off with the ground battles. Um, okay. Let's start off with let's go to Ben this time. So what was your favorite ground battle of? It isn't just not it's not even limited to to uh, the movies. It can be to the series as well. Um, but most likely we'll be talking about movie stuff because that's what people are most familiar with. You okay? Over How's there? that coffee, Nikki? <laughs> Your eyes went so wide. <laughs> I didn't want to be a nuisance while I was having my drink. Yes, this is much. <laughs> this is much less distracting. This is also, great for our audio listeners. I by also the way. don't. I don't want to be near the microphone if I'm drinking because I feel like swallowing sounds are so gross. <laughs> and I just don't want to do that. Hey, it's ASMR uh, for some people. That's yeah. gross. Okay. Yeah, okay. so your your favorite ground battle then? Streamlabs, your questions about swallowing, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and the sounds associated with them. Yeah, the sounds associated with swallowing. Uh, uh, can't go wrong with uh, with Duel of the Fates, with, especially with that. Oh, wait, we're talking about ground battles. Ground battles. Uh, we'll get the lightsaber battles. That's uh, the last one we'll talk about. Uh, ground battles, I'd have to say from Clone Wars, uh, the show, the, the Battle of Geonosis Part 2, when they go back to Geonosis. Mm. Uh, and they discover like the parasitic worms and stuff like that. Oh that yes, whole, I think it's like ten episodes almost. Almost, yeah. Uh, it's a multi. It's a multi episode arc. Yeah, it's a lot of episodes, and uh, just it felt like the first time that I thought they might lose because there are a few mm. episodes where like a few Jedi die, like defending this, you know, like a supply run or something like that. Yeah, and they have to fall back a lot. It felt like the first time where I was like, oh, this is like an actual fight. They're just not, you know, mowing through hundreds of droids. Yeah. Um, so that that was mine just because, like, especially in a planet where, like, we're kind of familiar with it. We've seen the Geonosians. They're, they're, like, they're so creepy and they can fly and they have, mm-hmm. like, these sound blasters. Like, yeah. I've always liked their weapons. And so them going back and having to fight them again yeah. and then it being, like, an e- like the first battle of Geonosis took, like, 20 minutes and, like, they mm-hmm. won. Uh, this one, like, they were just getting their ass kicked the whole time, and I think they had to retreat off the entire planet. And even after that, like, 
some of the stormtroopers got infected with that parasite. Like, yeah, that goes up your nose. Arc with Geonosis, it was great. <sighs> yeah, that was, that was that was really. I will say, if I was diving into Clone Wars, uh, I think the, the more recent one, the Bad Batch one, when they when you first see them fight, that that, yeah. that was a really cool battle. Um, For sure. But uh, what's your favorite ground battle, Nikki? I would probably say. Oh, uh, the Battle of Scarif mm-hmm. in Rogue One. That, would, that was my answer, too. I don't know. It just felt like mm-hmm. like a gritty, like, uh, if you can forget the fact that they're shooting blasters at each other, mm-hmm. it felt like almost like a war movie-ish, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I just appreciated the more, <laughs> I feel stupid saying this, but like the, the bel- realism yeah, more real, yeah. <laughs> of that fight, it just felt it felt more gritty than some of the other ground yeah. battles we've seen. Yeah, I would say the battle of Scare for the ground battle is my fa- my favorite, but just because again, it it's like it brings the war in Star Wars, and like you like one of my biggest pet peeves about like the Battle of Geonosis is it's two big groups of like droids and the clones just running at each other, not taking cover. Yeah, not it's like oh hey boom 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 boom. It's like this is the, like there's actual strategy involved, there's stakes involved, yeah. there's people die. Like favorite like actual main characters eat it in this battle. And like I like the whole strategy of like the, them like spreading their troops out, making them feel like there's more of them than there are, and then you get Bodhi on the radio like, "Hey, we're pinned down over here. Send the reinforcements out." And the whole goal is just to get all the stormtroopers out of the yeah. the Citadel Tower. I like the, the strategy that goes behind it. The um, I think Rogue One is my favorite looking film, just cinematography wise. And but um, yeah, I really like the Battle of Scarif for, for the Ground War and just you know, the the whole thing that went into it and the fact that it's is more war feeling at all well, yeah because like nobody makes it out of there so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true too <laughs> it's pretty i think a close, a close second for me would probably be the battle of hoth um that was gonna be my second as well yeah because like that was like the first time you really saw a battle and a the, ground battle in star wars yeah, and it had like a and, real feel of like trench warfare yeah and stuff so yeah. yeah it was great like like i don't i don't like uh scarif that much but you can you can kind of compare it to like Normandy mm-hmm. and like you said, like, like, you know, the beaches and stuff, which, you know, it always made me so mad. Like that great shot of them running on the beach and them having like the AT-AT like yeah. shooting down at them. Like yeah. that felt like saving private Ryan in the theater and in the trailer. Cut. And they don't include the best shot in the movie. I was just like, what, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, but yeah, the battle of Hoth was like, it felt like world war one, mm-hmm. like where it was just like, and then you, you see like, Oh, Hey, we destroyed the death star. We got them on their heels. Like, nope. And then they just get their ass kicked it's like, like nope they have other things too not just the death yeah. star but my kids they got a whole fleet and all these other resources absolutely so, yeah that, that that was that's that was like a close second for me um but let's go ahead and move on to fair let's go ahead and uh and, and chat guys go ahead and drop your favorite ground battle if um if anything um you can also stream that that, that to us as well um but um Friedrich sullivan the third mm-hmm. i love the ground battle in attack of the clones clones versus droids yeah and I, I think one of the things that you can notice that they they uh, they addressed in uh, I think the prequels, well, whatever you feel about them, if you love them, if you hate them, they have some of the best special features out of any movie I've ever seen, especially Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace has one of the greatest special features documentaries uh, out of any anything. But they oh. they address this in like the special features of like, like they were really aware that they got some complaints about they the troopers just look like dudes in mocap suits just doing this on sound stages and so they ended up bringing in an actual like navy seal mm-hmm. to do the mocaps for all of the clones um Jeez. when they're in battle so it's like okay so you don't have that you don't have that uh complaint anymore because you're an actual military guys coming in to do 
do mocap for the Clone Wars. I yeah. didn't think about this, but Justin brings up, mm -hmm. um, despite the movie, mm -hmm. I thought the train battle in Solo was kind of cool. Ooh, yeah, that I is didn't a even good think one. About that. I do like a, a nice train heist. Even though there's no well, way I mean, Han like, could pull up. Even like I'll, I would put the the stuff in Solo where he's a stormtrooper, feeling more like war oh, than Rogue trooper. One to me. Yeah, yeah that's like, true that too. That felt like true like I chaos about and hell. That. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> like, the reason, yeah, the reason I don't that doesn't come to mind like so quickly, and I put Rogue One over it, is because that's like what like a ten minute scene. As opposed to like a twenty. Yeah, it's minute, not like, like a true battle, but like yeah. you're more focused. But if they had like gone into it and oh, shown yeah, like what Han was great. going through as a stormtrooper, like that would have been some intense that stuff. Been really, that would have been really cool. Um, I, didn't, I didn't even I forgot about so. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. But that that is a great point. That that train scene is is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So let's go ahead and move on to um, star battles. So Nikki, your favorite star battle oh, of Star Wars. What what was I what what did I say for this one? I'm not sure. <laughs> Space battle. Space oh, battle. I think I said, um, I think I would say probably the Battle of Yavin, just because it's so classic. Yeah, classic Star Wars, mm -hmm. you know, and also because I can't really think of anything better. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts on the Battle it's of Yavin? It's not a bad pick though. That oh, yeah. trench run still holds yeah. up. Oh yeah, look man. at the size of that it's thing. Like it's one of the most defining moments in cinema and yeah. visual effects too like it, it it still holds up in my in my opinion a lot of the effects of the original trilogy especially the original shot ones still kind of hold up because you're not they're oh. not they're not cg of the time it's models and you're filming yeah, models, actual like things age. yeah, so yeah. It's, it, i've always had this thing of like um like um they, they they leaned hard in in the rise of skywalk they try to do as little cgi as possible you can tell especially with mas Kanata. Um, but like the whole thing with like filming actual models and stuff like that, it's like an, it's a tangible thing that you can actually reach out and touch, even though they're like yeah. small scale models. But it's still you have to light it properly. You have to treat it like it's an actual like ship that's in space, so to speak, and you have to light it properly. So that's just one of the things that I think um, um, we've lost sight of with all the C, uh, all the CG like big budget stuff. It's like oh well, we can do it with CG. Go ahead and do it. Like let's put a thousand ships in there. It's like yeah. well, <laughs> if, if you try to do that in the seventies and eighties, it's like. How much time do we have to do this? Three months? I can give you twenty ships. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um Especially like uh, I don't I don't want to steal your answer, but just like when the super star destroyer like goes into the Death Star, like that was one of the coolest things as a little kid, like yeah. seeing that like knife thing like pierce the Death Star and yeah. like exploding. So like, would that be insane. your would that be your answer? No, my favorite probably oh, I had it for a second. It's gotta be the opening of Revenge of the Sith. Oh, nice. That's a good that's a good answer. Like it's very short lived. It's, it's very short lived. It's very but, short lived, yeah. but just that tracking shot of the two mm -hmm. Jedi fighter pilots and then you open it up, like mm -hmm. you go on the other side of that ship and you just see the entirety yeah. of the hell that is happening over Coruscant is yeah. so awesome. That's really cool. Uh, and then like the the buzz droids are cool. Um, you got to see a little bit of Anakin as a fighter pilot. I wish they would have given yeah, it a that's... little bit more. Mm -hmm. But like, like and but I mean I could I could go I'll go Tartarovsky's Clone Wars where you do see Anakin as a fighter pilot fighting against um mm -hmm. what's her name? Uh, I always forget her name. What? Is yeah, Sasha Ventress. Yeah. Like I don't think she was Ventress at that time. But mm -hmm. just like when they fire all the the torpedoes on the other side of the ship and oh, nothing's yeah. there. And he like barely beats them out, and they all all hit all the all the yeah. droid fighters. Like I, I got to rewatch those. Those are so good. It all, it's all They're on YouTube. So it's good. it's like a two hour movie. It's I have, so yeah. so good. I have like the DVD like yeah. um, cut of it. So um, if I had to give an honorable mention, 
Because you were gonna say Battle of Yavin too, right? No, no, no. no. I have, but like oh, before we get into my like the uh, the, the little bit of trivia knowledge here, um, with uh the battle the oh, battle over Coruscant, there's this one shot before they get to uh and revealing Anakin and uh R two. There's this one thing that shoots out of a a ship and hits uh, a Jedi cruiser. Do you have Do you guys know what that is? <laughs> I don't uh, remember that. It was scene. an inside joke between the animators. It was it's a kitchen sink, because <laughs> uh they made a joke said like yeah we put everything in this shot. Everything, including the kitchen sink, and it is literally a kitchen sink that flies into a Jedi cruiser. That's Nerds. amazing. So it's, it's a part of the uh, the um, it's special canon. feature. <laughs> yeah, it's canon. So, <laughs> but yeah, but my favorite star battle is Battle of Endor. There's, mm. it, I don't, I've yet, I've yet, it's battle, tough to beat. Yeah, Spell Scarif comes close with the star battle, but it's just that the stakes are there. It's like the fact that the Rebel Alliance threw everything they have at the second Death Star and. You know, it's like we're not sure this might work, and it ended up being a trap, and they st- they still came out victorious. Um, yeah, yeah, and like the way they elaborated on the novels too. Like uh, I think in aftermath, um, Snap Wesley's mom Nora like describes it like, um, oh yeah, there's more sh- there's more ships than stars, and it just seems so ridiculous how many people are fighting in this battle, and like it's like she fe- she felt many times like, yep, this is how I die. This I'm not going to see my kid anymore. I, I left it to-, to help the rebellion. And I haven't seen my son in what, like 10, 20, 12 years. This is how I die. And she came out victorious. So I, it's just hard to beat. And just the fact that, like, and the fact that Lucas said, I want to remove some ships because Lucas um, ILM said, we can put more ships in there. He's like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> it was pulled. He ended up taking ships out because I think he And felt, then 15 yeah. years later, he was like, put them back in. <laughs> put it back in there. We need more ships. <laughs> yeah, but we that's... need more stuff on screen for these special <laughs> editions. It'll make it look better. Yeah. And I, and I would argue, I like the weakness of the second Death Star over the first Death Star because it seems less like of an oversight and less luck. It's like, all right, we have to fly into this thing and destroy yeah. from the inside. And I've been waiting for them to like, all right, if we're going to make a ride out of anything, give me the second assault in the Death Star. Let me fly into the Death Star. That looks I'm so cool. I'm surprised that's not a Star Tours like yeah. uh, thing. Be. Like, that'd you, be, in, that'd yeah, be intense. You, you did the trench run in the original Star Tours. So yeah. it's like, why not give me the Battle of Endor and let me fly in them? I guess it might've been too complicated, but I think, I think a solid third place for me would be the beginning of Last Jedi because it was like the last time you see Poe as like a, a fighter pilot. Like, I mean, the, no. he, he's in the Rise of Skywalker, but mm. like he's not doing it like that. Like when you see him in mm-hmm. Force Awakens, like just oh yeah, wiping like thirty dudes out in oh, yeah. one continuous shot. It's, it's one of the best things ever. And then you get a little taste of that in Last Jedi. Yeah, of him like you know slamming on the brakes, doing all these maneuvers, taking on like the the dreadnought basically by himself and then yeah. having like world war ii bombers come in like i thought it was awesome that was cool yeah so i, I, I would have said an honorable mention for rise of skywalker at the end mm-hmm, the battle of Exegol. but the thing that just made me so mad is that they showed all their cards in the trailer yeah i hated that they did had that. they the not done thing. that like it's so dumb that moment would have been so oh awesome my God, could if you they imagine? did not reveal it in the trailer they gave us everything and everybody was picking it apart no oh, here's this person ship and that person ship and then and it's just the magic was totally i think lost. i think what, what the i think the saving grace for that would have been because in the novel version again i'm geeking out over the novel version in the novel version there's there's people people actually call in like they're calling into like the battles like oh this person's standing by this person's standing by and you get um you get, uh, I think Nora Wexley um, calls in, the ghost calls in, uh, Kaz from Rebels calls in. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Why didn't they put this in the movie? I would have geeked out. If they, that would have that would have like saved that moment for me, but know. they decided not to do it. They can't do that because well, also, <laughs> they play know. like a big reveal too. Like they play yeah. it yeah. like, oh, no one's answering. 
Oh, they answered. It's like, yeah, we know. Yeah. yeah. Put it in. The, you put exactly. the Millennium Falcon in front of ten thousand ships in the trailer, yeah. and that moment hasn't happened yet. So I'm not surprised when everybody shows Where up. They, like, yeah. you exactly. cut that one moment out of the trailer, and granted, you probably do see it coming, but not at this like amazing, yeah, there is crazy so scale. Many ships. And by the way, how did all those ships make it through the waypoint like that? That treacherous run. But, you know, <laughs> Don't you we dare use logic. We won't Skywalker right now. <laughs> but it was just like it was such a it was such a poor choice of yeah. putting that in the trailer because I was like, well, those ten thousand ships from the trailer haven't shown up. They're gonna show up in Exegol. Yeah. Yep. That's why, like, like um, when like you know Chewie, they Chewie died, didn't really play all that well. The you know the fake out of Chewie's. That's like he's in these moments in the trailer, and we haven't seen them yet. So yeah. and I the hope, and Poe Dameron dying in the Force Awakens was like, oh no, he's not dead. He's in the trailer in, in this other shot. And we haven't seen that shot yet, so he's not dead. So it was just trailer reveals is always like you know. I, you know, I don't want to see. I don't want to see them, but I do want to see them. You know what I mean? It's like as a Star Wars fan, I need to see this trailer, but I I want to go in with fresh eyes. Yeah. But I don't know. But like I think the were they just banking on the fact of like the the lightning from Palpatine is gonna be a bigger moment. It's like mm. I, <laughs> I have a problem I with guess. that. That's one of my problems with the Red Scar. It's like eh. it's like really he he can do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess. Oh, well, I, I guess. Okay. But um. Problem with it. Yeah, so get, let us know in the chat, guys, what your favorite star battle is. You can Again, you can always hit us up on Streamlabs at streamlabs.com forward slash videos by Andrew One. I'm going to try to figure out what that, what's going on with that domain. My uh, favorite Star Wars battle from Justin is the <laughs> maid in Spaceballs sucking up the atmosphere and Lone Star <laughs> flipping the switch. <laughs> She's gone from suck to blow. <laughs> Nikki I haven't has, seen Spaceballs. Nikki hasn't seen Spaceballs. Oh my god! Maybe we'll do it as a watch along. Use on the Swartz. Yes. Swartz. The Schwartz. Schwartz. See, your Schwartz is as big as mine. Is Schwartz? Schwartz. They could balls? say force. Oh, force. I like how she's holding her headphones. Like, <laughs> wait, what? what? They're like <laughs> what? Like sliding off of my face. <laughs> hey man, we found, we ain't found I, shit out here. I think, Such a I funny think, movie. I think I need to come back on Inside the Schmodown. I don't think I can be on this show because we 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 are so just like we're just flying off in every direction. Hey, that's the, that's the name of both of our shows. Man. <laughs> so yeah, um, Cruise so, in USA. <laughs> <laughs> for, and for those of you who are curious, Ben will be on Beyond the Schmodown for this next episode. Wow, what an MVP! Double feature for Ben Goddard, people. Damn, What's boy. up? So, um, but yeah, so let's go ahead and move on to lightsaber battles. And I'm yes. going to start off this one with, um, yes. so my favorite lightsaber battle is the, uh, lightsaber battle between Luke and Vader and the Empire Strikes Back. I mean, it's, it's, it's cheap just to, to all, uh, to like to default to that, but it's, is the choreography as flashy as others? Not really, you know, but like, you know, it's like my Empire is arguably my favorite film of all time. And the fact that the stakes are there, you know, the, the way that the, the saber fight is structured from like, it's them toying with each other at first. And then maybe Luke, they start to get into it a little bit and then Vader just straight up toys with him, throwing stuff at him with the force. And then he's fucking pissed and he has had enough and just goes ham on him at the very end. He gets a little lucky shot on him and it's like, oh, all right, you've done it. And he just cuts sand off. It's like, this is, it's so the way it builds and, and like you know everything That's behind kid, it, man. yeah. Damn. And then you get the big reveal, so it's like it, it's uh, it's an automatic default for for many people. But I also have a, a close second, um, which I, I'll get into later. So what do you guys think about Empire Strikes Back, Vader versus Luke? It's all right. Oh, <laughs> you can't you can't deny like the emotion of it, mm -hmm. but then like like the reveal, I feel overshadows the fight, like on yeah. your first viewing. But then like you're saying like. 
you see Vader just feeling him out, like you know, oh, impre- like impressive, uh, most yeah. impressive. And he fights him with and one hand from the very beginning. Yeah. the beginning, he's like, oh, okay, I just need one hand for this, son. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I love the moment where he like he taps him on the shoulder, yeah. and he's just like, done. Oh. Like, <laughs> it's like when you're play fighting with your little brother, and your little brother like slaps you too hard. You're like, that's it. <laughs> Throw him against the wall, <laughs> and then he starts crying. And you're like. Damn it, mom! <laughs> I actually have a story like that. Um, it was me and my older brother just play playing on the balcony in my my parents' house. Um, and like I accidentally clip him in the in the, uh, in the lip, and he's like, eyes go red, bloodshot, and goes yep. flap, and he just decks me in the forehead. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> mom, look what he did! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a great. But I like uh, um, what's his name? Um, James Earl Jones' like voice. I'm like, and I was like, oh my god, that's so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh what's your your favorite lightsaber battle my favorite <sighs> don't be don't be don't be scared i'm embarrassed don't be scared but my favorite is probably i really enjoy the lightsaber battle between kylo ren and ray on kef beer and rise of skywalker oh, <laughs> oh i see Look at I, you almost had me i thought you were gonna say force awakens <laughs> oh no <laughs> Because that's in my top five. The, yeah, mine the too. That, in that, in that fight is just... That's a very uh, underrated so saber No, fight. that one is actually that's up there. very underrated. Probably set... Okay. So, Rey and Kylo and The Force Awakens and also <laughs> Phantom Menace. Um, I don't mean to yeah. like jump yeah. ahead, but mm-hmm. like the Maul fight. Those are probably both tied for second place yeah, but what, do you, what is it about the kef beer fight between the kef beer them? fight i feel like it's also kind of like the force awakens fight where i feel like it is kind of emotional I, a lot like the empire fight mm-hmm. i feel like kylo is toying with her like he's mm-hmm. pissed don't get me wrong he's not just like you know one arm in it like uh vader mm-hmm. was but he's just playing with her and she's just tiring herself out like a little puppy you know mm-hmm. tugging at the ears of a bigger dog yeah and she just absolutely Ooh, she tires herself out. Mm-hmm. You can just see that she's pissed. She's desperate. She, I don't even know what she's trying to accomplish in that moment because mm-hmm. I don't think she, well, I mean, she did actually try to kill him, but <laughs> I hope everyone's seen Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but that one shot of him, like, just like when she jumps over that wave. Yeah, she does this, like, huge force jump over oh, the wave. Oh, that's the best shot of the movie. Yeah, and then him he's coming just, out like, of that water. He's like, oh my god! I need to jump. It's like, I need to it's jump. like so Kylo Ren to like so, just go so against good. the grain, and like, yeah, it's so good. Yeah. And but, I, I don't know. And that moment where she like shakes her hand, I don't mm-hmm. know. I just think it's a. Uh, they kind of elaborate, even though it's the wrong hand. They kind of elaborate in the novel because when she heals the Vexic snake on a uh, Pasana, she never really fully recovers of that because she gives a bit of her life away, and like yeah. her hand just doesn't like fully heal throughout the entire story. Um, and I, but like she shakes her left hand, but it was her right hand. So they, it's like that's kind I of. I thought like I heard that but while they were filming. I think yeah, Adam she actually Driver actually clipped, clipped her, in the her hand, hand, and they they kept that take, I and guess. it worked. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like very much like the um, forest scene on in Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. I th- I thought it was very emotionally charged, and uh, I don't know. Just it thought ends, it was rad. It ends with with Ben coming back. The death of that, that scene for me is the death of Kylo Ren. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. But oh, uh, that's pretty cool. We'll throw it over to Ben now. Uh, what's your your favorite lightsaber right. duel? Movie wise, it's I mean choreography wise for movies, it's hard not to say uh, uh, Duel of the Fates oh, yeah. or Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. And I but I feel like Duel of Fates gets the edge just because I feel like that's the first really truly choreographed fight mm-hmm. we've seen oh, in Star yeah. Wars, like and the... everyone was like, 
this is what lightsaber fighting this that we've read and like you know now the non-canon books yeah. this is what we've been looking for oh yeah just like especially with maul just like not like just no looking at to obi-wan like not like he's paying he's yeah. laser oh, yeah. oh, focused on the master with qui-gon because he knows that's the real threat mm-hmm. uh and he's just like yeah obi-wan you're nothing just i'm gonna elbow <laughs> you in the face real quick and <laughs> toss you off a building oh yeah uh, but for, for overall, it has to be Obi-Wan versus Savage and, uh, Darth Maul, uh, after, I can't remember what other Jedi gets killed by, by mm-hmm. Savage on whatever planet where, um, what's that scavenger guy's name? He's, he's at, at Galaxy's Edge. Um, I don't know. Oh God. But, uh, at Galaxy's Edge. Uh, I haven't been to Galaxy's Edge. Hondo, Hondo. Hondo, yes. Like, uh, it's, you know, when, uh, Savage and Maul come to Hondo's planet. You mean planet, As- As- Asajj? Of uh, uh, Savage. Savage. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His Sorry. brother. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah that, that's really good. On, he takes him on two v one, and then like he keeps kicking Savage's knee, and eventually oh, breaks yeah. it. And then like he like he beats, and then cuts off. I think he cuts off his arm too. Like basically, ki- almost kills both of them. Yeah. So I thought that was like the ultimate Obi Wan moment of like how truly powerful he is. Mm-hmm. But I like. It's it's when it comes to the movies, it's more about the emotion for me, and yeah. that's why I really do put that Force Awakens fight in the top yeah. five. Oh yeah, because like you see, and especially with Kylo, like hitting his wound, and they and they it's such great filmmaking because they showed how powerful Chewie's bowcaster is throughout oh, yeah. the entire movie, and then he gets it's shot. It's not by just it. killing people; it's blowing them twenty feet through the air. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he took a bowcaster shot and is still standing, that's why he like that's why Ray can keep up with him. That's why Finn can barely, you know, not really keep up with him, but not immediately die. Mm-hmm. Like cause he Kylo's pretty messed up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's just pure yeah. hate and anger of what he's just going through and the conflict of what he's going through that's keeping him alive. And like just the snow falling and like all the little tiny trees that are getting chopped down yeah. all, all around them. And then that moment where she becomes one with the force while like, just like, he's just holding, it's like, I can, I can teach you. And you can, you can see, he doesn't even believe those words and (laughs) just like, and just the, the fight totally turns. And I love how the, the ground splits and you can see like, oh, this is going to be a rivalry from day one. This, this is, this is it right here. And I, I, I really love that fight. Yeah. And I don't get the argument of people like, how is Ray able to, like to to beat him and like and have the upper hand it's like if you look at the fight and dissect that fight kylo ren's in control the entire time entire time entire Ray's time running away yeah yeah, yeah. and there, there's just one great shot where finn takes two swings at him he's like whatever dude and he's like he twirls his lightsaber like try again bitch Fuck with it. he literally yeah. turns his back and just like hits his chest like hits his wound again like yeah. kylo ren has didn't even he's break his complete... sweat against yeah, Finn. The only nope. time where he's not in control of the fight is when Ray lets the Force guide her. Yeah, and that's yeah. the that's the only time. And like, well, and like I was saying to you, we were watching uh, Force Awakens the yeah. other day for some, for no reason. Well, <laughs> I yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not and like I have, it's not it's not like I have to study or anything. So we were we were just watching uh, that, and we mm. were talking about that scene and how it's ridiculous that everyone says, "Oh, how she's Mary Sue," mm-hmm. you know, and. I was saying like, cause oh, they were like, well, how can Finn? He's never even held a lightsaber. How can Finn wound Kylo Ren? You know mm-hmm. what a what a little bitch he is. I said to Andrew, was Mike Tyson never punched in a fight? Like, yeah. it's a fight. It's gonna be a back and forth. Yeah. I mean, some of the greatest fighters out there, did they never take a punch? Yeah, like, come exactly. on, like that's what happens in a fight. Yeah. So <laughs> and, and also it's like 
Finn was raised as a stormtrooper. He's got weapons training. Oh like, yeah, that doesn't no. mean he's never like. You see him with like you know the vibro axe or whatever that's called. It's like he's Z6 good with baton. that. Z six baton. Flexing. Z six baton. Uh, well, you know what? They're called vibroblades in the comic, so you know what? Come at me, bro. <laughs> well, you know Sorry. what? Actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> in, a, in the not- Oh, he's got the glasses. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so we got a couple streamlabs in. <laughs> we got a couple streamlabs in. Let's go ahead. So and we got two streamlabs from Ferris Muthana, who, man, you have been taking a beating tonight, and I am so sorry. <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure two things were spoiled, and I'm very sorry about oh, that. No. <laughs> we're sorry. Oh, but uh, Ferris says underrated lightsaber battles: Yoda v. Dooku, yep. or Yoda v. Palpatine. I like. Okay, I'll I'll jump in. Sorry, because okay, I have ahead. to say this because we're all the same age. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. When I saw Yoda v. Dooku as a freshman or sophomore in high school, that it was amazing. Yes, we can look back on it and say, like, oh, Yoda's too powerful to use lightsabers, yada, yada, yada. I'm sorry. When you see Yoda's shadow in the theater, knowing that that battle is coming from teases of Attack of the Clones, or uh, whatever it's, it's it's called, Attack of the Clones? Yeah, it's called Attack of the Clones. That's, yeah. That's, yeah, I'm not studying. Well, actually, uh, Ben, if you know. Hey, man. And when you see the shadow. It's actually episode like, and two. He does, <laughs> like, and he doesn't even grab his lightsaber. He, like, force grabs oh, it. Oh, that's so cool, though, like, man. I don't care, man. That thing was amazing. Like <laughs> I, I was yelling and screaming in the theater as a <laughs> as a fourteen, fifteen year old. That was I was all about that. Uh, yeah, uh, I have my own issues with, but like, yeah, I was just exactly exactly like you. Like when it happens in theaters, like that is awesome. But like the only problems I have with it now is just like it. You can clearly see the stunt guy for Dooku. He's fight. You can tell he's fighting nothing. He's fighting yep. air. That's the that's my biggest, and I also had that argument of like, well, they have to resort to lightsabers because you know it says lightsabers are greater than the force, and I I don't like that metaphor. But but again, I was like you, like as, as like you know, as a young like young guy, I was like, that's awesome. I've always wanted to see Yoda with a lightsaber, and then when it happened in Revenge of the Sith, uh, Yoda versus the, the uh, versus the Emperor, it's like this is something we've always wanted to see: is Yoda fight the Emperor with a lightsaber. So like as a young fan and as kid, it's like yes, that's awesome. It's cool. but the you know as you know my taste evolved. It's like uh, I really don't like like this so much. And but like the the choreography for the Palpatine fight versus Yoda, I think is better choreographed than yeah. the one because you can it, it looks like he's actually fighting this little creature that's jumping around him. And I never got the whole twirl your lightsaber behind your back move. Yeah, like, what oh, if you wow, what, cut yourself? What 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 does that move do? It no, just looks like cool. A- it, it was like someone broke down that Game of Thrones fight mm-hmm. uh, for the 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 Dane, like when the you know young Ned Stark, that young Ned Stark fight at the the tower. Do you guys watch Game of Thrones? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah the that, young that, Ned Stark, like the flashback, the flashback fight, yeah. mm-hmm. like the six v two one, mm-hmm. and some that. like like professional fencer like broke it down and like where everyone's like spinning and stuff. Was, like would have gotten stabbed there. Would have gotten stabbed <laughs> there. So like, there's definitely obviously like the yeah, flair very, to it. Yeah. But the one thing I like about the uh, Palpatine versus Yoda fight is that mm-hmm. you see that Palpatine is stronger than Yoda in the Force, mm-hmm. but Yoda has the edge in lightsaber fighting. Yeah. Yoda keeps trying to get close to Palpatine to stab him. Yeah. Like when he's throwing the the Senate boxes at him. Yeah. Yoda's like trying to get close to him, trying to get close to him, and can only throw that one back and mm-hmm. does it to get close to him. Mm-hmm. But Palpatine's just like he's so strong in the Force because there's only one Sith. Like it's yeah. basically like all concentrated into him that he beats him in that moment yeah 
Yes. Yeah, I, I do. Like as a again, as a young Star Wars fan, it's like this is awesome. But yep. you know, it, it, it's in. I actually have a YouTube video ranking the the movie once. It, obviously, um, the Rise of Skywalker isn't included in it because I, I it was it happened before the Rise of Skywalker. But I chronologically I rank the the movies according to the lightsaber duels, and I think um, the Yoda ones are near like the mid to the bottom for me. But, um, what what is your what what's your last place? Because we always talk about the best. Uh, what's what's your least favorite? I think my least favorite is Attack of the Clones. I think it is just because it it, it, it that the Yoda fight is kind of because like it introduces so many weird because like obviously I'm uh, I've I've done martial arts for like my own since he was a fetus my entire life. So I look I dissect like choreography. They're they're um their clash points are so far away from their body. That's why, like, the Ma- the Darth Vault Maul versus Obi-Wan fight is so good. Because they're look, going for they're it. They're going for it. You look at their clash points, it's so close together. And, yeah. And, like, if you look at, like, your your saber and say this is the hilt, and their clash points, like, maybe, like, a foot and a half above the hilt. When you move to Attack of the Clones, the clash point is, like, three feet from the hilt, and they're so far away. And whatever that rave thing between Dooku and Anakin <laughs> is... I got what they were going for. I was like, with, "What am I were, watching?" They were bad. going for they were going for Empire Strikes Back with like the flashes of blue and red. Yeah, it did not. It didn't work. I got what they were trying to do, but it did not work. It is That's so bad. bad. <laughs> it's I so bad. I don't remember my initial reaction to it, like when uh, in, in the theater. But when I, every time I watch it now, I'm like, "What? What are we doing here?" <laughs> What it was? What is this? What? And it's like I'm passing the lightsaber from my yeah. face. Ooh, so artistic. It's like, oh my god. See, it's the only reason that is not last place for me is because my last place is Palpatine versus five, four Jedi, and that oh, three of yeah. them, they might as well yeah. be crash test dummies. Yeah. Like I realize Palpatine sliced. is Palpatine, and he's that he's that powerful. Yeah. But you you. You can't shoot around Ian. Was it, it's Ian McDermott? Is that his name? Yeah. Uh, you can't shoot around him, and he's like, "This is him." <laughs> but those two <laughs> first Jedi, Stacey Teen and Ian Kohler, go down, go down so quick. It's like, what am I? What? It's, what? Yeah. <laughs> like but, they all have their lightsabers drawn. It'd be yeah. one thing if they didn't. And then like he flies across the room, and there's like, oh, what? what? <laughs> yeah, but uh, but I love. But um, that's definitely the fight. It's probably the last bit, but the movies because like i lumped all the fights together if that makes yeah. sense so i rank the movies and i don't rank the individual fights but yeah that that one's terrible it's, like, it's oh. just so rough like i've never seen such useless jedi before yeah. in my at life least, like... kit fisto at least gets a couple of strikes in and then he gets gets off Poor, really quickly too. kit fisto deserved better yeah i know <laughs> all right so yeah, and then the other question mm-hmm. or not actually it wasn't a question yeah. i think i want to say we were talking about mm-hmm. i don't know if we were talking about ground battle well it was probably lightsaber battles mm-hmm. But Ferris said, Mustafar, enough said. Yeah. Um, what are your yeah. thoughts on the, on the Mustafar fight between Anakin and Obi-Wan? It goes a little too long um, because, like, I feel like it starts out really personal when they're, like, in mm-hmm. the – like, the yeah. first scene, when he does that backflip and they're just and going, they're at, going it, at it, I'm like, yeah. holy crap, who choreographed this? is amazing. Mm-hmm. But then, like, when, like, the controls go down, like, the, the, the yeah. buildings are falling down, I'm like, okay, this is too much. Like, yeah. Like, this is a very personal, intimate thing. And when they're, like – basically choking each other mm-hmm. like i was like okay this is what i came to see and then like them you know doing the force and they're like equally powerful it's yeah. great but then like once they go back outside and they're like like all the buildings and they're like jumping off yeah. lava waterfalls i was yeah. like all right all right i yeah. get it but mm-hmm. come on <laughs> my biggest issue is that there's no variation to the fight at all like like i said empire is my my favorite between luke and vader because there's rhythm 
there's yeah. there it, it progresses. Even the um the uh, Phantom Menace between uh, uh, Qui Gon, Obi Wan, and, and Maul, you see them hesitate a bit in between each strike. You know, they'll strike, strike, wait, and they Obi Wan even goes as far as to fake um uh, a strike, yeah, and then Qui Gon comes in. There's that. variations to this fight. I feel like the one between Anakin and Obi Wan just constantly. All right, cutscene. All right, come back. They're still going. I'm like, Jesus Christ, slow. Give me some, like, if you, I, I, in my video, I, I equate it to, like, if you listen to a song that's like this fight, it's just constant, like, drums going. And it's like, yeah. this is this is the entire song? So, but it, it is, I do like the stakes behind it, the emotion behind it, but it's just, I wish they would have, give me a little bit more variety in the fight. And a little pace bit more. different. Yeah, pa- yeah pacing yeah, like is they, a big like issue. Like, they never get tired either. Yeah, like, exactly. yeah. I wish, it, like, you know, like, someone mm-hmm. would, like, put their hands on their knees, like, Yes. Like, they do like, get to I that wish point. I would have seen the like when when Obi-Wan jumps onto that that platform and the whole thing is going off the waterfall. Mm-hmm. Like you should have shown relief on his face, like, okay, it's yeah. over. And then Anakin like just, you know, force jumps. It's this amazing thing. And they don't mention it. They're just like, oh yeah. yeah. He just force jumped 125 feet up a waterfall <laughs> and just happened to land on a tiny little lava scooping droid yeah. and there's and the, no reaction shot of obi-wan obi-wan's gold, like gold medal for like, long jump goes to oh man what the f-? like there there is a moment where they're striking they're on those platforms on the lava thing and then they they start like break off and like and they're actually like panting and, and like they're really that's like give me more of that i want to see more of that yeah but, like, like when, they, just... when they're both on the platform and they like mm-hmm. grab each other's wrists like that's yeah. the first moment of fatigue you see and i yeah. wish there would have been more like some yeah. <laughs> anakin should have tried to bite obi-wan right there or something yeah but it is but as far as choreography wise and as, uh, as my initial reaction to it was like oh this is this is fantastic but it, like it yeah. just it did the the revenge of the sith choreography it it solves the problem a bit a, a couple of problems I had with Attack of the Clones, but then it introduced new ones. To, yeah. If that makes sense. But um, we just got another streamlabs in from yeah. from somebody. You know, when I first saw the name, I was like, huh, Sinister, and I realized it's probably Sinister. <laughs> Took me a minute to, but I got there. Sinister said, "Just want to support y'all are killing it with Beyond the Schmodown. And Ben is cool too. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you for that. So we are we are running a little over. I do want to hit up uh, our our patron Commander Ferris Mathana um, submitted some some topics for us to discuss because uh, the commander here does allow for you to dictate the conversation on our weekly shows beyond the Schmodown and here. So Ferris Mathana uh, writes, uh, "What moments? Uh, what moment was uh, it that sparked uh, the the love for Star Wars for you?" And he has a couple more uh, things as well. But like the moment that sparked. Uh, your love for Star Wars, basically. Uh, well, I saw Return of the Jedi first, so it mm-hmm. was R two D two shooting out uh, the That's the lightsaber and Luke. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, because you know I'm I'm a swimmer, so I've you know we always Ooh. have like the diving board and stuff like that. Nice. So like I I've, I've tried that Luke maneuver <laughs> so many times in my life <laughs> to such disaster. Like you know, like I had just bleeding because like those those diving boards, you know, for mm-hmm. divers they have that grip the on grip, them, yes, so you know you yeah. and you don't slip. And so, like, oh, my God, my, like, I didn't realize how hard it was to, like, jump off something and catch yourself. And the first time I tried it. Momentum. (laughs) That's awesome. What are you doing? (laughs) Oh, man. It's like, oh, I'm I'm a big, like, when I was growing up, I think, um, like, star battles were my thing. I always wanted to be an X-Wing pilot and Jedi was obviously another thing that I, I would tell people that I wanted to be when I grew up. But I think, um. It's on your job resume. Yeah, but like a moment that sparked. I've, it's just like 
I don't. It's another one of those things where like I really don't know. It's like my first experience with Star Wars is so long ago. Yeah. That yeah. I, I just I grew up like Star Wars was was always there. I never knew that exact. Like, I'm jealous of people like Nikki and and like <laughs> these newer fans that are coming to to the property. That like you you can you're, it's so recent that you can know. It's like yep, that's what hooked me. It's been so long that I really don't know. I don't. But like, um, it's tough. It's because yeah. I remember like not even watching. Like I watched Star Wars and I didn't realize it was Star Wars. I was just mm-hmm. watching a movie on TV and like yeah. then someone's like, "Oh, this is Star Wars." It's like, okay, like it wasn't <laughs> a big thing. Like, yeah. uh, and then you know when I learned later, I was like, "Oh, Star Wars is huge." Like, because mm-hmm. like I didn't have a lot of nerdy friends at school or anything like that. I loved the movies when I watched them, but it wasn't like a this is your first time watching Star Wars. Like my parents are like, oh, it's on TBS. Like we'll just watch Star Wars. Yeah, nice. Well, I'm curious about yours because you are a newer fan um, to the, to the I was, uh, I was, I wouldn't say forced into Star Wars. I was ushered into Star Wars. <laughs> Netflix and chill over there with you too. Right, well, because when we were dating, he was like, you, you haven't seen, seen Star Wars. Star Wars? <laughs> and I'm like, no. <laughs> Not a nerd. <laughs> I didn't say that. But I'm like, no, I haven't seen it. So we watched him. And uh, I don't know how we got onto the topic one day, but uh, he, he must have like asked me something about Star Wars. And I'm like, when did that happen? And so then it turned into when we got engaged, he told me I had to watch all the Star Wars movies again before the marriage and pay attention to them. <laughs> so it was a prereq. To the marriage that I had to watch them all and put in the effort to pay attention. So that was my entrance into Star Wars. Wow. So uh, we, we've reached the root of the problem. <laughs> well, I mean, well, I mean I, I'm the thinking... first Star Wars that I saw in a theater mm-hmm. was The Force Awakens. Yeah, so like, I'm, I'm, that's why I'm thinking. Like, there so had to be that's... a moment that really gripped you out of these new movies. Because especially these new movies, I imagine, that has more impact on you than the... Yeah, I ones. I find that I I do find myself liking the sequels. Mm-hmm. Nikki, was was the moment that gripped you the moment that Andrew said he would take full custody of the children <laughs> if you didn't like Star Wars? Because I feel like that would be mine. It was pretty rough, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of prereqs, <laughs> a lot of conditions. So what, what, what was you, like out of, so out of the sequel trilogy, the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you have to get you know at least eighty percent of down. <laughs> I'm gonna quiz so, you. <laughs> so, out of the newer movies, is there like a moment that sticks in your head like that? It's like something that you absolutely love until like you know the end of time. Basically. I do love the moment, and I know this is one of your favorite moments. Mm-hmm. I do love the moment in the forest in uh, Force Star- Awakens, Star Killer Base, yeah, on Star Killer Base when Ray first calls the lightsaber to her, and it like whizzes by you know Kylo Ren because yeah. he's you know little cuck boy and he thinks he's the one moving it yeah that's like top five moments for me so yeah when she like gets it and then she she has this look on her face like how the fuck just happened i guess i'll do this now (laughs) it was a pretty sweet moment i think we we, um yeah so we did we get another stream lesson or yes ferris again thanks ferris killing it thank you which action director would you call in to help smooth out the action a la the john wick guys or someone else to smooth out the action like I guess, like in those fight scenes that you were kind of like, oh man, oh, man. Um, one Gareth Edwards. Gareth Edwards, yeah. Then um, I'll take Gareth Evans. Gareth. He directed the raid. Oh, ooh, yeah. Um, I would say. Hmm. I would chime in if I knew I any know. directors. Um, yeah, the raid guys are, are good. Um, 
whoever like is in charge of the Jackie Chan team now, because I think Jackie Chan has some of the best choreographed fights oh, yeah. ever in cinema, including the Raid movies, because um, I actually referenced it in that video. I, I talked about that. They uh, There's no wasted movements, in, and especially in uh, uh, Police Story 2. I think that's one of my my favorite Jackie Chan movies because there's no wasted movements in any of the fight scenes. There might be a character in the background, like that's not completely fighting Jackie at the moment, but he's doing something that matters to the fight or to yeah. what's going on in the situation. So whoever's in charge of that team now, I think would be fantastic to, to do. Um, but we also have Ferris Mathana again for, he has two other questions that he just submitted through Patreon again, patreon.com forward slash Andrew and Nikki to become a member of the squadron. Um, favorite, uh, favorite Star Wars movie and favorite character. So, um, again, I default to Empire Strikes Back, and I said uh, last week on our, our conversation with Riley that Obi-Wan Kenobi is my favorite uh, Star Wars character. Favorite Star Wars character overall? Yes. <sighs> Come back to me. <laughs> so, Ben, favorite movie and favorite character? Uh, I think that my most rewatchable movie has to be The Force Awakens, though, now. I agree. Like, That's my second favorite. Like, yeah. I, and I told you guys last time I was on this, like those, those top four with Empire, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and uh, Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. uh, those those can be number one any day. Yeah. New Hope is a solid fifth for me. Um, but those, those four, like just it depends on what mood I'm in, depends on yeah. what the weather's like. It can go back and forth. But all, today, since we're talking about it so much, like I do have to say Force Awakens because there's just so much that I love. The humor, mm-hmm. the characters, introducing Ray, Finn, and Poe. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Ford trying for the first time in like 20 years in a movie. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah he mails it in real hard. Character uh, Obi-Wan is, is probably mine as well. Yeah. And that's why I was so excited to see, um, see his series because I've been oh, wanting yeah. that so long. Absolutely. Uh, cause I, like and it, and that's the thing is that Obi Wan's character is legitimately flawless in uh, the prequel series and a New Hope mm-hmm. and you know like as a Force ghost and in the Clone Wars series like oh yeah he's, the guy who voices him is just so good James Arnold Taylor and, yeah yeah and so just overall he's just the best character for yeah me. What, yeah like when you think Jedi like I know a lot of people go oh yeah Luke Skywalker when I when I say Jedi I'm talking about Obi Wan Kenobi because like can you yeah. it's like He's like the de facto. De facto. And he is he, Jedi. Yeah, like, he's, he is a Jedi. And the, the, the progression of his character through the prequels, Clone Wars, and in when he shows up being in Rebels, like, I think that's the best version I've ever seen of Obi-Wan Kenobi was in Rebels when he comes back. It's like, that's the, like the seasoned Jedi that I've always wanted. And he's finally gotten to that Alec Guinness, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, yep. it's so, he has some of the, the greatest lines in the novels and Clone Wars and Rebels. He's the best part about the prequels, in my opinion. So... Yeah, Obi-Wan can Kenobi all, oh, all day yeah, long. Easily the best part about the prequels, oh. for sure. Yeah, what about you? Favorite movie? Favorite. I'd have to agree that if I'm going to just be like, hey, I'm chilling, let me put on a Star Wars, it's going to be Force Awakens. Yeah. Uh, so that's probably my favorite that I would just mm-hmm. watch voluntarily out of nowhere for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite character? <sighs> I'm going to give you three. <laughs> 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 it's going to be Rey and Leia because, I don't know, girl power, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. It's got to be more Actually, than just no, that. Yeah. What am I talking about? I'll, I, I'm gonna go Ray with my favorite character from movies. Yeah. Nice. If you're including Clone Wars, then all the Obi Wan. But mm-hmm. what Ray's arc, and that's why I, so I have just so many problems with uh, Rise of Skywalker of what mm-hmm. they did with her. Yeah. But mm-hmm. those first two movies with Ray, like, are legitimately perfect. And like, oh, I've yeah. never connected with a Star Wars character like I did with that woman. And yeah. doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't hurt that she's a flawlessly gorgeous person. Yeah. She's just so <sighs> cute. 
that's so cute. I just want to like hug had, her. You know those those, those five lists, the friends list, the five people that you know, whatever. <laughs> Your hall pass list. Yeah, Daisy, Daisy's <laughs> at, at the top for me. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just saying. Too. Yeah, that's my imaginary <laughs> girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So right. My, uh, <laughs> my girlfriend will definitely let me like hook up with Daisy. <laughs> But yeah, but, but I would say, would you, would you say Ray, Leia, you know, like I said, you know, last week or whatever, I never used to be like the girl power, you know, kind of mm-hmm. lady. But I don't know. Now I think it's cool for someone like my own daughter to be able to yeah. watch someone middle, be a badass. Her middle name is Ray. So her middle name is Ray. But also, if I'm going to give some dude love, it's going to be Obi-Wan and Luke. Mm-hmm. and that's very predictable mm-hmm. but i like how luke starts off like man my god you would drink my blue milk and get power converters tashi station <laughs> okay rb3 <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. he just starts off so like whiny and kind of annoying and then he just becomes this like wise yeah all the way to, you know, to the last jedi yeah. all powerful jedi and obi-wan he's got a pretty sweet story too mm-hmm. i just like how sassy he is <laughs> I just think that's pretty cool. He's so sassy. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. He's got probably the best sense of humor, I think, out of anyone. Awesome. Yes. In the movies. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Poe is pretty cool, too, with sense of humor. All right. Yeah. So thank you for that for Ferris Pathon and all the Streamlabs that everybody dropped in. (gasps) Chewie's a good pick, too. Yeah. Chewie doesn't get enough love. Yeah. Neither, yeah, but yeah, I think that we're gonna go ahead. We ran over a little long today because that always happens when Ben's on our shows. Why wouldn't Sorry, we? I, I blab. <laughs> I don't know. I, we we vibe so well with you, and like, I, I'm assuming our show next week or this coming weekend for Bleeding uh, on the Shimano is gonna be two hours long, <laughs> just because hey we man. Can, we can talk all 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 day with Mr. Fifteen Hour Stream over here. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> two hours is like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. So, um, yeah, so thank you again, Ben, for joining us. Where can they find you online? Go ahead and plug away, my friend. Uh, right after this, honestly, it's like 6.20 right now. I'll be, uh, I'll be streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Ben Goddard. I'm always over there at least four or five nights a week. Uh, go ahead and check me out over there, guys, doing uh, fun music streams, playing video games with Andrew himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you want to join in tonight, Andrew, more than welcome to, obviously. I don't know. I know it's like already almost 10 yeah. o'clock over there. We'll so see. You might be going I might get in a couple of rounds, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, but I'll be over there in just a little bit, guys. So check me out on there. I'm doing a lot of stuff over there. Awesome. Yeah. All right, Nikki, where can they find you online? Oh, on I say things on Twitter at Dimmy, D-I-M-M-M-Y-Y-Y. You can find me on Twitter, and I don't do anything on Instagram anymore. I don't know why, know why I keep plugging it, but at, at Drew DiMolanta, D-I-M-A-L-N-T-A. Um, and if you want to become a member of the squadron, go ahead and join. You're going to not see Ben Goddard at this moment, but oh, no. thank you to all of our patrons. Oh. Um, go to patreon.com forward slash Andrew and Nikki and I thank you so much to our squadron officers. You see on the screen. Thank you to our squadron commanders, Tamar Butta and Ferris Mathana, who graciously donated a lot of Streamlabs today. Thank you so much for that. Thank you, Ferris and sorry so, <laughs> for everything. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> But, but yeah, we have plenty of uh, content there. We have play-alongs with Nikki that we're going to be f- filming another one this weekend. Oh, That'll yeah. Good, but that's only for patrons now. So at any tier, you can do that. Um, at the uh, Marvel exhibition match, we're going to both play. Ooh, so yeah. jump on that. Jump on that, please. But with also um, with uh, with the patron, you get my replays from my Twitch account. So I do, like I said, I do Twitch with with Ben every once in a while. I'll jump on that. I'm uh, Tomorrow, I'm going to be starting my VFX watch-alongs, basically. So I'm going to do a... Uh, a VFX scene so you can see it from start to finish chat along with me while there's a lot of downtime um, just because that's how VFX works 
Um, so come join me there. And if you want to watch the replay, you got to join the, the Patreon. So uh, where's my mouse? So again, thank you, Ben, for joining us on this episode of Going Rogue. Join us every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time, 5 p. 5 for our Pacific people. Yeah. Anything else that I'm missing to... I don't think so. I think we hit all the bases. I think we knocked it out of the park. So thank you again for joining us, and we will see everyone next time. May the force be with you, always. Always.